when you're introducing any of those habits, it can be hard just to even show up and do those things. Um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they showed up. But then this reading is calling us to go even deeper and not just to show up, but to have that evidence, to bear that fruit. Welcome back, everybody, to Valdoco. I'm Vicky. I'm Amy. And I'm Val Steve. And we're here with another episode for the second week of Lent. Week two. Week Advent. Two. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes! <laughs> I have oh converted everyone. <laughs> okay, well... Ready? And welcome back, everybody, to Valdoco. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, it's Advent. Just kidding. In Not my Lent. heart, it's Lent. I've been drawing with it's a lot always, of purple. It's always Lent. Sorry. Okay, it's Advent. I know it's Advent. Advent, week two. Advent, week two. Way to go. Sorry for my... <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> okay, perfect. We can check off the banter now. thrown off now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to be back. Me too. In Advent. <laughs> How was the first week? Hey, Myth. It's been three days. <laughs> We're starting the fourth. Yeah. Um, a little slow for me. A little slow. Not going to lie. Father Steve, though, you've been thriving. I have. Don't thriving. tell the world. <laughs> Not yet. I'm telling the world. I only asked the question because I wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I worked Except out two days in a row, everybody. I my coffee up. <laughs> worked out two days in a row. You go, buddy. Feeling great. Proud of you. Feel energized? Feel Do you energized. feel? Are you it sleeping? It makes a difference. Great? It makes a difference. I'm sleeping better. It's good. I feel better. Thirty minutes. A little bit on the treadmill. Weights. He did not tell us this before we asked, and he <laughs> ignored our question. He but you guys it get it, podcast. which is great. Wow. But it makes a huge difference. So. A music choice. Are you doing it in the house, or are you going to the high school? Right now, I'm staying in the house. Nice. Where it's safe. Safe, easy. Dark. Yep. Nobody knows. And then space. when you're fit for the kingdom, I get out into the world. <laughs> Has like workout clerics. Maybe we have to get you a workout shirt where you can put your collar in. <laughs> <laughs> to fit the larger neck size. <laughs> oh my gosh. Last father couple. I regret now. <laughs> Love it. This is don't regret. Don't regret. Yeah, don't regret anything. What's well, no. part of it? It's part. It's been two, a good two days. It's a good way to start. You need to start it's well. Great. Yeah. You start well. Yeah. There's going to be, a, might be bad days, but right now, it's good days. Love it. Love it. You? I had a great uh, start to Advent. I uh, was driving home from a friend's for Thanksgiving, and I was like, going to miss every single mass time, and because I had no idea where I was on the, I don't know, whatever turnpike I was on, and <laughs> was like, where am I in New Jersey right now? So I called Sammy and I was like, Sammy, what time is mass? She was like, 6.15. And I plugged it in and I was going to make it like perfectly. And I was like, this is right. But usually if you go to an evening mass, you don't see the blessing of the like of the Advent wreath and all that stuff. And they did it. Blew out the candle. You walked in, the candle was not lit. And I was like, thank you. And they blessed the wreath and lit it. Wow. And I was like... Now I don't have to go to 7.30 a.m. mass, you know, <laughs> right? So they did it for the youth. They did youth. it for the youth, yep. Yeah, because it was a lot of, um, it's like they're young, young mess. Um, so it was great. And then got to see Sammy and her family and enjoy. Beautiful. You know? And it's not Lent, it's Advent. It's Advent. <laughs> Which is why <laughs> for mine me, isn't going great. For me, who like can't remember. <laughs> but it's been good. It's been good. Great. We're starting? Yeah, just a reminder. Just in case you're joining us, this is the first week. We did an episode last week. And each one of these four weeks in Advent is uh, us gathering together, reading the gospel, or mm -hmm. one of the readings. Uh, last time it was the gospel, this time it's the gospel. 
maybe it could be. So he's happens, making so. choices. See what it's Father <laughs> Anyways, but uh, we read the gospel together and then share a little bit. Um, but the definite invite is that people do this on their own. That this may be a help a little bit yeah. or get us started to prepare us for Sunday. Um, let us hear the readings and uh, the gospel and just some help in reflecting and thinking about our life, thinking about Advent, thinking about preparing ourselves for Christmas, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we hope this is of some help. And uh, yeah, so today we will be reading the gospel for this coming Sunday. Ready? All right, ready. Let's say a little prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, we thank you for today, for this time together. We ask that you be with us as we share, and um, we listen to your word. Um, and let it all be something that prepares us for the coming of your Son. Amen. 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 A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one is crying out in the, des- in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At the time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God can raise up, to, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now we just take a few moments of of silence. Maybe now we can just share some words or phrases that uh, jumped out at us. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Not worthy to carry his sandals. Evidence of your repentance. And how about some reflections? When I hear this, um, reading a lot of times, I kind of take for granted how we hear it at Mass. Like it's said in a very like monotone voice and if you um if you have like a good priest who who is trying to really convey the point maybe he's a charismatic speaker but it still kind of loses um kind of the weight of what it's saying and so Vicky and I were talking this morning and she was saying um that she'll kind of view it in that more dramatic sense like that more the the way that it was actually said and so reading those words in light of what Vicky was sharing, I realized there's like this vivid, violent imagery in this that I feel like is very, like a stark contrast to how I usually view Advent. Usually I view Advent as this kind of like silent internal time 
and not that it isn't that, but I feel like I often get lost in that nativity scene, like being in this cave um, where just like the sound of animals and you don't hear anything else. I feel like I really spend Advent in that cave waiting for Jesus to come, but the church is also calling us out of that cave and having us have this really intense speech from St. John the Baptist talking about you brood of vipers um, being cut down, thrown into the fire. And for me, that's why that, that uh, phrase stuck out because that idea of fire, this intensity that can happen during this time as well and that call to have a balance between the two but not to stay in just one side or the other. Um, and there's two images of fire in this. There's the fire that Jesus comes with, with the Holy Spirit, but then there's also the fire of judgment. Um, and so kind of choosing what type of intensity I want this time to be. Like, do I want the fire of the Holy Spirit on me or do I want that fire of judgment on me? Um, and so I, I think it was very helpful to kind of talk to Vicky and let that shape uh, the way that I was going to read this and the way I was going to let it kind of strike me this time. That's interesting. Even it goes with what you were talking about last week of get in the boat or no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I'm consistent. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, but it's a different imagery, but it's a, kind of the same like we do this with our freedom. Like get in the boat or not in the boat. Swept away by grace or swept away by whatever. You know, this fire of of, of God and, and love and all these or, you know, the fire of judgment unquenchable and fire. unquenchable fire. You know? <laughs> so that's, I don't know, it's beautiful, beautiful imagery. And sometimes, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's in mass. Because when you have to read the gospel, you never know how much to, like, act. Give it all. <laughs> I know, honestly. Leave it on the altar <laughs> but for it becomes, future. It becomes distracting. It becomes distracting if you're, like, then you become this actor. And I don't yeah. know, people get thrown off. We had one, one brother in our community who used to do, like, really act. And he ended up, like, speaking like a woman. Because oh, in the maybe too in the much. <laughs> in the reading there were the different different voices, yeah, and so he would That's like really get into it, but it was super distracting. And anyways, we all laughed during mass, um, which so, is also good sometimes. Which, <laughs> God likes joy. I don't know. It really helps. Like Amy, Amy hears a lot of the when I do prepare in advance the preparation for Sundays, and like there's always the comment of like. But the, they're real words. I would have been shocked. Like, could you imagine hearing that? And mm -hmm. I think that was my initial reflection was like, John the Baptist, first of all, like, like, come on. Like, when you read that, like, and I did not read this the way that I read it to myself. So, sorry, it's nerve-wracking to do it on a podcast. But, like, it's just the the real, like, intensity of the person of St. John the Baptist. Like, and that he wasn't a random person, right? Like, when you you read the part of, like, it was him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said... Like, it's not that like, okay, a little boy, John was like sitting and like heard he, they all read the old Testament, right? They're reading the Torah. And then he's like, oh, that's going to be me. Like, oh, I'm going to like, I'll, I'll be that guy, whatever. Like, no, like he was called to be this person. Like, like God used that. That was so stark. Like the beginning, like God used people and their choices to like stitch together our history and then like our salvation history. So it's like that he, from however many generations Isaiah was between Isaiah and St. John the Baptist, like God was like, Isaiah made a choice and then so did John and then hear the words, right, that are going to connect. And if someone is paying attention, 
and obviously like we have like the luxury of time that we can look back and there's history for us to go back and read but like that didn't exist then so if somebody didn't know like the people that would have known were the pharisees and the sadducees that could have recognized like the actual like what the prophet isaiah said but they didn't right that's the whole i think the thing that it stands out to me is like <clears throat> they're the ones that should know and that part that father steve also had said of like the um produce good fruit as as evidence of your repentance like he's warning them he's like it's not just like to check it out and to be like oh like they're saint john the baptist in the jordan river like that's a abnormal thing anyways right like i don't think maybe i'm wrong i don't know in the jewish tradition if there's a baptism at all so like the fact that people were lining up and they were like acknowledging their sins first of all like was that out loud were they saying real sins like that was also a whole thing of like are they really saying their confession right now and then getting baptized and like hopefully being renewed, waiting for Jesus. But that something struck them enough to go. And then these like high priests were super interested, but like almost on the fence, like that, that like imagery of like, they're just there to like check it out and be like, I'm good actually. Like I'm following the law. It's fine. I don't need to get in the Jordan. I'm cool with it, whatever. Like, so it's just like, don't think you're safe. Like, they thought they were safe, you know, and maybe some of them were, and maybe some of them weren't. We don't know what, like, the internal environment was like for them. But that it's all just beautiful. Then you get to the tree, like, the axe, like, is waiting. Like, don't, don't be safe, right? The whole thing of, like, wake up, like, it's right there. Like, at the very root of the tree is this axe that could cut down the tree, and then, like, yeah, you're done. Like, you're cut. That's it. And then you get down to the bottom. And I had to look up what a winnowing fan was. Amy was in. Was Amy was sitting with me when I did it? Because I was like, I didn't know either. Though I thought I knew. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. Like I would have thought it is like the fan in the flames. It's but it's not. Like a winnowing fan is to separate the grain from the chaff. Like so, you're separating the part that is like edible for human beings and the part that is literally unedible that we can't inedible that we can't like process. So it's like the actual even just like the thought like Jesus is doing his chores right and like he's just separating the grain and like that's what he's doing with us like that's our, but it's our choice right and i think it, it's not just like the whole thing of like predestined i think is what i'm thinking of constantly for this advent of just we make choices it is not like in the rapture like some of us are going to be taken because god is like you're my favorite come here like we choose that we make a choice to like be with God, to be in communion, to come back to him every time that we fall because he knows that we do, but that this like is waiting for us and we get to be sorted. Like when we watched a video <laughs> of, video. yeah, it was pretty good. Honestly, we should probably send it, but it was uh, what the winning fan or fork looks like. So there's a fan or a fork and it's this man like throwing up like what's on the floor in the air and what falls down is the grain and what goes in the wind is the is the like leftover and so it's like the what carried away and like i literally wrote it down it was um so it separates okay watched the video they throw in the air and the chaff is light so it floats away uh while the grain falls so the question for me this time was will i float away or, or be carried away like amy said last week like am i going to be carried away by the by this season let it pass me by but again, the same, like, who do I want to be? But like, who am I right now? And I know who I am right now. And like, I might get carried away. If it was right now, Jesus came, he might like throw me up in the air and then I'm going to float <laughs> far away and I may not fall down and be collected to go into the barn. You know, like I'm not going to be like taken right now. So 
just beautiful. I think the more that like we sit with the imagery, like there's so much that's being offered. Um, and I'm glad like we could talk this morning, Amy and I, like we're able to um, just sit and talk about, I think the, like when you hear things over and over and over again, you're just taking it for what it is. But the opportunity to like sit with scripture and open parts of it and see like where it could be touching and what it could mean, like anybody could do this, you know, and like sit there and look at the words and think about how it's connecting. So I'm just thankful also that we walked in and both had to do Lexio this morning and I was mm -hmm. like, maybe we should do Lexio every morning. <laughs> so we'll see if that's a real thing that we could incorporate somewhere. But it was, I don't know, there's so much being offered to us, so many different opportunities and chances to reflect on like who we are right now and like what's being asked of us in this um, like big preparation. Yeah, that's no, beautiful. And I think uh, that's exactly what Advent is. You know, this being awake, being prepared, but it takes work. And you guys, I look at your papers, you, you put in the work. Things are <laughs> underlined, there's definitions, there's uh, research done. And I think that's one of the reasons why, I mean, the Bible, the scripture is living. You know, that it's, we've been reading these same words for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years. You know? And it's been, it still affects people's lives because there's truth and beauty and it's living. It's God's word. And so the more we can sit with it, the more we can spend time with it. Um, it's like it's spending time with the person you know it's learning who jesus is and he's teaching us who he is um but yeah to be able to put the time in and uh and to go through it is is beautiful and just as you were speaking um that idea of the axe right there and like everything's so close and like our decisions because that's even when i look at my first two days right there's i can see so clearly the difference between a good day and a bad day mm. it just comes from like little small decisions like very between good and bad there's like it's so close to each mm -hmm. other and it's just like that choice of selfishness or the choice of laziness or the choice of whatever there's so many choices that i make against god or away from god or away from myself or hiding from him or there's so many things there but the the choice to the other way is it's right there it's so close mm -hmm. and so i just think getting in the habit of, of choosing the right thing of spending time in prayer of discerning of and i think this is part of of the gospel and scripture is to create wise people I think we speak about that for our young people and for us, you know, that we want to be wise. We want to be able to look at the world and be ready. Like St. John the Baptist was awake. He was waiting. He was looking. He was paying attention. He was mm -hmm. all right there. He, was, he knew something was happening. He was seeing everything. He was seeing the, the hypocrites. He was seeing all that, but he was also waiting and seeing the beauty. And his eyes were open. His heart was open, and he was ready to receive. And I think uh, that's what we want. We want people who are wise, who are ready to receive, who are able to look at the world and see the beauty, but see the, also the, the evil and the things we want to avoid. Um, you know, we don't want people who are just floating through, through life. And I think that a lot of times I'll find myself just kind of floating. It's in religious life, everything is planned. So it's easy just to, okay, we pray now, we go to mass now, I work now, I eat now. And we can just kind of get, yeah, just go through the motions and just kind of get swept away. But, okay, to wake up, to pay attention. Um, but then we can see, and for me, that's what hit me the most, is that evidence of your repentance. Like, it is real. Like, it's real life. You are hit with grace. You are encountering Jesus Christ. You are making decisions. But there's evidence. There's how you live, how you speak, how you interact with people, how you look at people, how you think of people. All of that is evidence of whether you are truly repentant. Are you really trying to live this faith? Are you really trying to, to become the saint that you're supposed to become? Um, but we should be able to see it. You know? And I think we can do a good job of hiding, 
uh, but that only lasts for so long, and then you'll everything comes to light. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, it was it was good to see okay this evidence, and then to be honest, because most of the evidence is like when you look in the mirror or when you're home, like by yourself, like okay, you're looking at the evidence of how you're you're living your life. Yeah. Um, so it's easy to in front of people you can put on a show, but when you're by yourself, okay, that's the real evidence of when you go into your room. Are you praying there? Are you? What are you? So I don't know. So it's just uh, for me. Yeah, I appreciate your reflections and uh, helps us wake up. It more and more, I think it's becoming like clear for me that, like the I love that the evidence is like your life and how you live it. But I think like I think when you have more, it's harder. Like I know. Like now, this is like I should live my day differently today. And I think that is really hard. Like, I am not great all the time, (laughs) you know, like internally. And then also like when with work and like stress, whatever, and like whatever other things could be an excuse. But I make a choice every day. And so I think like, especially when you know, you're like, you feel it more, I think. Because that, what you're saying of like, I like, I live alone. So like when I go home and I am avoiding something, like I know there's there's no i know i know i know what i did not do like i know i left like i don't know like my my plate in the sink from last night like i know i did that and like i know i'm gonna walk tonight home and i'm gonna be like should have just washed it i should have just done it you know what i mean like it's like stuff like that like which is very small but then when you think of like your faith life like i know what i'm not doing i know who i'm not being i know who i'm supposed to be like all of those things, like it's beautiful because it challenges us and we're given everything that we need. We're learning who Jesus is. Like he's very clear with his, with his expectations. Like what you said last week, I think of like the, yeah, a lot of things are mysterious, but a lot is not like we know we're supposed to be like, obviously, but I just think it is harder. Um, because you know, like there is like a, I think that maybe that's grace too. And I think that is like, god's grace of like here's your mirror and figure it out (laughs) i'm here but like figure it out you know so i think that's also like the struggle of like you want to be better you know you want to be like all these things but then you're a human and that's not enough of an excuse i feel like for me anymore like okay that i'm human being okay great like so is the rest of the world and people are much better than i am so and it's not to compare but i think they're an example like this whole thing of don't compare yourself we should a little bit i think like compare when someone is doing something great in front of you not that they have their whole life figured out but like my gosh if they can be great at you know 7 30 in the morning then why can't i you know they can live a whole life like why can't i you know so that's why we have the saints it's true but also regular people like i think of adam all the time because like he's a dad he has a wife at home and like three kids and like all these things and i get home and i'm tired and i just get to like not interact with anybody and be fine with that but like he goes home to like children and has to like be a whole different person again and like come on victoria weekly wake up like don't be like that like you you know what i mean when you have examples of real people in front of you living your life living their life like just like come on people get it together me is people not you but you know Anyways, I just think people in front of us, especially like in these seasons where we're preparing for something, like can be great examples. Like he's trying, you know, and yeah, there's just room to grow. Yeah, I really feel that call to go deeper as well that you were talking about. Um, 
that even came up a little bit last time as well. Um, because at first it can be hard just to show up. So mm -hmm. if you're not going to mass, like that can be a real struggle yeah. to have to find the time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you are going to mass, um, maybe like starting to incorporate a rosary. And then that can be hard to show up for, to make that time. Maybe visiting um, the Blessed Sacrament for adoration. Whatever little things that it might be, starting your day in prayer, saying grace before meals. When you're introducing any of those habits, it can be hard just to even show up and do those things. Um, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they showed up. But then this reading is calling us to go even deeper and not just to show up, but to have that evidence, to bear that fruit. Um, and then... So that, that challenges now that, you know, I've incorporated more things into my life, trying to pray a daily rosary, reading the Bible, things like that. But then you realize all the moments that you're actually not like fully present there. And so when you were saying, Vicky, last week um, about like reading the prayers with the priest to like really have you focus during mass, how many times am I physically showing up like a Pharisee or Sadducee, but my heart isn't there? Mm. And I'm just looking all around the church and I'm not paying any attention and so I think it it does then become hard again. It is challenging again to to be able to see like the ways that you can go deeper and deeper and deeper, um, and to uh, to not just take for granted like hiding behind like I'm a practicing Catholic that identity. Um, the the phrases in here, the sentences, and do not presume to say to yourselves, "We have Abraham as our father." For I tell you, God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. <laughs> like, okay, I'm a practicing Catholic. Wow, good for me. But like, it doesn't matter. Like in, in the sense of like, I, if, if that's all those words are, if there's nothing mm. behind those words, like, okay, God can raise up these stones and they can be practicing Catholic. So like, <laughs> not that it isn't important, but it has to mean more. Like what you guys are talking about, the good fruit, the evidence. Um, and so I, I really do feel that like the closer you get to the sun, like the more that you're going to see, like all those little like grains and imperfections of dirt um, and not that, you know, I'm close at all. But like the closer you get, the more you see those things, the more you get challenged and the more you have to accept those challenges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a. Imagine showing up and then hearing those words. <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just patting myself on the back. Yeah, like, <laughs> you brood, brood of viper. <laughs> there was a, <clears throat> I helped out with the Salesian High sophomore retreat and it was two seniors leading uh, the small group. So I got to like sit and listen. And honestly, it was like the best question. One of them asked, they were like, just trying to get something out of these sophomores. It was just a class retreat, whatever. So it's kind of hard. Um, and one of them had asked, like, okay, like, maybe, like, rate, like, one to a hundred, like, where you are with God. Like, how close are you? And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I just laughed because I was like, ten, zero, like, negative, negative five, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, and they're giving, like, oh, maybe I'm, like, a, I'm, like, at a 60. Like, I know what I need to do, but I got to do it now. And I'm like, but it's so hard. <laughs> like, you know, like, literally, those are the words they were using. I know what I have to do, but, like. But now I have to do it. And I like, mm. you know, obviously you're doing the whole thing of like, you want to like challenge a little more. You're like, okay, but do you have to do it? You don't have to do it. Like <laughs> you have to, you want to get to the point where you want to do it, whatever, mm. whatever. So, but when I, they were like, you know, they went all the way around. They're like, Vicky, what do you think? And I was like, ah, uh, like seven. I don't know what I said. <laughs> That's a good holy <laughs> But I was like really far away. I was like, I just can't. Like when you think of it like that, like one to a hundred, 
Like, mm. no way. <laughs> Literally, no way. Because you know how far, like, it's just insane. But so it was a, yeah, that just made me think of that, of like, yeah, like how f- you get closer, yeah, to the sun and then ooh, far. Mm. It's harder. Uh, for me, just looking quickly about how to get closer and all these things, I think a, a simpler life, you know? I think one thing that helped John the Baptist see and recognize and pay attention was he was wearing camel's hair, <laughs> leather belts, was eating locusts and wild honey. Take me. <laughs> I was going to say, Father Steve, are you jealous? <laughs> like, that's my life. I want to go there. But no, just like a simpler, when, we have, when we're crowded with a lot of things, when yeah. we have, you know, when we're super comfortable, when we have a lot of things, mm-hmm. when we're, we feel like we're perfectly satisfied in this life, there's no motivation to do anything. There's no motivation to look anywhere else. There's no motivation to do any research. You know, we're just comfortable. We're well fed. We are. <laughs> we're well uh, versed in like series and TV. And okay, now for me, it's soccer games. It's just like uh, a lot of guilt. With the soccer a lot of guy. guilt there. You feel you that? But um, but just okay. I think also Advent is just like Lent is opportunity to simplify to spend some time away from the things that are distracting and to okay, enjoy that simpler life and have more time to pay attention and to read and to pray and to, to listen. Um, so I think that's uh, something for us also to, to work on as, as human beings, simplify our lives. Beautiful. Can I ask a question? <laughs> okay, so it, a voice crying out in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Make straight his paths. What does that mean? <laughs> Was it because of like mountains and valleys? Yeah, I think it's so. It's like leveling out for an easier journey. Yeah, I think so. Because that's, I mean, that's also scripture. Is he fills in the valleys and makes makes low the mountains? Okay. So I haven't gotten to Isaiah yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me know when you get there. What that means over there? <laughs> I just was reading it again, and I was like. I, I think for me, I don't, I don't know if that's the, the literal way, but like making it easy, easier for him to like come into the world, come into our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're doing good deeds, if you're spreading kindness in the world, it's making it easier for Jesus to come into it. Yeah. You're, you're making that way easier. And then same with our hearts. Like hopefully during this time, like we're preparing it in the same way. We're doing things that don't make it so difficult. Not all these roadblocks that mm-hmm. it's going to take him longer to get to us. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. And the last thing, uh, the Jewish people do have like a... Oh, they do? Like yeah, water. They have the mikvahs. The mikvahs is they use to cleanse themselves before uh, mm. before Shabbat or before their prayers. Oh, that's right. So they immerse themselves in water. So they're, okay. they had uh, they have that practice of okay, clen- cleansing. cleansing like water is a symbol is also... Okay, there's yeah, two. Okay. So. Sorry, everybody. So. <laughs> Big news! Wow, you had to you had to I wait know, for the it. end to get the answer. How exciting! Put at the beginning. All those people. This part right here is the opening. You have to wait for the end. All those people who uh, pause the episode, they'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> okay. So yeah, everybody, keep going. Week two of Advent. Um, prepare well. And any questions, comments, send us your reflections. If you made a prayer space, if anybody oh made a prayer gosh, space, yeah. send us pictures of your prayer space. Let's make one today. Okay. Our whole office is a prayer space right now. Yeah, we need like a little corner. We'll just like go it. sit and that's where we'll do our Lexio next week. <laughs> <laughs> Take away the snack corner. Dun, dun, Yikes. dun. <laughs> I don't use it. My retainer helps. 
All right. Everybody's so great right now about me. Uh, that's next not true. Week, next week. There's week. other things. Don't worry. Just at lunchtime. Anyways. So let's say a little prayer pray. to finish. Okay. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you, yeah, for your words, for the way that they uh, fill us and inspire us. Um, we pray for all those listening, um, for their own journeys in Advent, uh, for their communities, for their intentions, um, for what they're struggling with. Um, we pray that you just continue to push us and to nudge us in the direction uh, that we know we're supposed to be in. Um, that you, yeah, bring down the mountain and lift high the valleys and make straight your paths. And we ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. St. Mary Mazzarello. Pray for us. Mary of Christians. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Happy Advent week two. Christmas jingle jingle.